You're listening to the Health Call Radio Hour, where doctors, researchers, authors, nutritionists, and top health professionals share the latest news about staying well and living better. The information you hear today is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, but it's always timely, credible, interesting, and best of all, there's never a copay. Now, here's your host, health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Man, you picked a great day to drop by, so I'm glad you're here to learn how to discover your biological age and steps you can take to slow down your body's aging process. We all know what the calendar says about our age, right? But scientists now say many of us age faster or slower than the calendar, and it's based on a surprising number of lifestyle factors. Dr. Mike Roizen, a best-selling author and aging researcher, he's out with a new online survey app that looks at 35 different lifestyle habits and evaluates how they affect our genes. In the end, it calculates what it calls your actual age. So here's the big idea in all of this. The way we live switches some genes on or sets them into high gear, while other lifestyle habits slows them down or shuts them off. Now, whether that's good or bad for our health and how we age depends on the individual genes involved. But Dr. Mike says what's important is that the huge amount of gene expression is now believed to be under our direct control. And that influences how fast or slow your body ages through the years. Well, that's right. Your choices make a big difference in how long you'll live disability-free or in how well you'll live, if you will. And so that you have an enormous power over the amount of proteins you produce uh, and which proteins you produce. And that's what your epigenes do. They're literally rheostats for each of your genes. The impressive thing is at least 80% of which proteins you produce, proteins are what our body is made of, but they're also the direct actions, our hormones are essentially proteins. Our every signaling um, item in our body is a protein. By age 18, 80% of which of your genes are on or not under your control. And that determines whether you age faster or slower. The really impressive thing is we think sometime in the future we're going to be able to reset our, our if you will, epigene settings back to the way we were when we were 30 or 40, and in fact, have that type of re rebooting of your age, if you will. But for now, we know how to slow aging, and that's what uh, we want you to do until the uh, reboot occurs. And one way that you can find out what your biological age is, I mean, there's several different tests I've sent away and done blood samples, I've done saliva tests, and they've come back with widely varying numbers. But your uh, your website offers a way to do this and determine what your biological age is just by answering a few questions. And I thought we might do that today and just kind of show folks how it works and invite them to give it a try. So uh, the first step is to tell this app your age, no big deal there. And then it asks you your sex assigned at birth. What makes that a significant factor? Um, it's because we ask different questions to men and women based on their hormonal secretions. So uh, uh, a married man, for example, 
um, who is happily married has a greater effect on their rate of aging than a married female. And similarly, an unhappily married man has no adverse effect on their rate of aging, whereas an unhappily married woman has about a three-year negative effect on their rate of aging. So there are differences based on your gender. Now, let me get that right. Did, did I just hear you say that an unhappily married man, if I'm unhappy in my marriage, it doesn't affect my age, but it does affect the woman's age? It doesn't affect your rate of aging, but it affects your wife's age. If she's also unhappily married, it affects her substantial three-year negative life expectancy. Well, that's very interesting. I would not guess that. So then it asks, where am I located? And I'm going to tell it, of course, the United States. And you just put in your zip code. I suspect people age at different rates around the world. So the location from one state to another is actually taken into account by both the air pollution and water pollution and some of the other environmental factors. So someone living in Riverside, California, actually lives about three years less disability-free than someone living in Hawaii due to air pollution. One of the great things, if you look at, and I looked it up last night again, um, based on the data we have, from the EPA's start in about 1980, Till 2007, where we have the last data, the difference in air pollution has, in the United States as a whole has resulted in about a 3.9-year extension of disability-free life in the United States. So in that, uh, whatever it is, 27-year period, the change from, if you will, on the average in the United States has made a major change in how long people live. So the zip code helps us get that air pollution number automatically. Awesome. I had no idea the impact was that strong. That's good to hear. So the next uh, the next option is to choose your top three health concerns. And um, I'm going to select just, just for the heck of it, I'm going to select cholesterol, blood pressure, and blood sugar, because I suspect those are among the most popular. Is that right? Or is weight number one? We haven't gotten analyzed that data for our own group yet. So I don't know, but my guess is the three you have chosen are the most popular. Okay. So we'll just press ahead then. Uh, and then uh, it says, you're going to get content to keep you living longer. Which three topics are most important? Um, I'm going to say sleep, brain health, and balanced nutrition. And now it is customizing the experience for me. And so out of those things, tell me about sleep. I know that's one of your five pillars of health. What makes sleep so, how does that affect my age so greatly? Well, as we go through the test, your choices up front don't affect that. They're just information that you will receive that's selective and um, more data for you to understand it. But sleep affects a whole bunch of things. That is, by itself, your sleep pattern is only about a 1.9-year effect from worst to best at age 55. But it also affects your blood pressure. It also affects your eating habits. It also affects a, it affects a whole group of other things that are independent. So you asked a very interesting question, Lee, but uh, it's too much in the weeds, I'm afraid. Okay, I got that, sure. And then it asks you to go through and um, 
select some questions around your nutrients and the supplements that you take and medications you're on. I, I get that, that you're kind of analyzing what might be my underlying conditions. Correct. And then the end of the day, I, I we won't go through the whole system here. I just wanted to give people a sense of the questions and what you're learning. The end Great. of the day, it gives you back uh, what your actual age may be. And I'm happy to report that I went through and answered all these questions. My actual age is 66. But this set, or my chronological age, my calendar age is 66, but this came back and told me I'm 58. So that's pretty good news. That's outstanding news. That's right. And it probably came back and said some other things you could do to make yourself even younger. It sure did. So that's the joy of it is it's not just what your actual age is, but it is can you get younger and adopt a few easy things to get younger. Okay, so I have a chronological age that I've beaten by eight years. That's pretty good, right? But frankly, I was a little disappointed. I mean, you know, I live a pretty healthy lifestyle. After all, it's my job to put health first. I sort of expected better. But a family history of diabetes and heart disease, well, it caught up with me. If you'd like to try this survey, it is free. You can go to longevityplaybook.com and look for the actual age test. You're going to be asked to input your email, but then you'll be guided through a list of questions that touch on everything from how much you sleep to how much you exercise, you know, all the stuff you might expect. But there are questions you probably wouldn't expect to see in a survey like this, and we'll find out why in just a moment when we return to our conversation with anti-aging researcher Dr. Mike Roizen, right here on the Health Call Radio Hour. You're listening to the Health Call Radio Hour, your regular weekend appointment with top healthcare professionals, where every session is painless and we never keep you waiting. Now back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Welcome back. We are exploring how old your body thinks it is today. Not what the calendar says, but what the total impact of where and how you live influences your genes. And that controls how long you'll live in good health or whether you're going to spend years struggling with chronic conditions. Dr. Mike Roizen is a best-selling author. He's a former director of wellness at the Cleveland Clinic and a leader of a team which created an online questionnaire to determine your actual age. I'll give you the web address again in a moment, and it will be in the show notes for this episode as well. But first... Let's listen to why Dr. Mike says this survey asks a very important question. Do you feel you're in better health than other people your same age? That, believe it or not, that simple question, and there are 35 questions, but that question is one of the most powerful because you know how you are compared to others your same age. So if you rated uh, excellent or very good, that's about, believe it or not, a huge difference compared to people who rate it as poor. Uh, it's interesting that, you, that you're telling me this questionnaire is more accurate than a biological test. I mean, the results of the biological test and the questionnaire were similar. They were close, but not the same. It's interesting, though, that uh, the behavior patterns you're sampling here in this questionnaire, I get it. They're more 
broader picture than just that one little snapshot on that day that I sent in a saliva sample. This is based on the initial 19 million people, huge number, who took this test um, and looked at their uh, death rates and their disability rates over the subsequent 10-year period. This test ended up being the most accurate by a long shot over those um, markers. So um, in predicting disability and death rates, which is life expectancy if you alter the, the way it looks at it. Among those things that are going to affect my biological age, how young I feel, is exercise or nutrition the place to start? And the place to start is where you want to start. That is, um, I can tell you what's most important. Stress management is number one. You have three major stresses in a year. You move, you have to take a job, someone sues you, you financially have a problem, et cetera. You have a marriage, you have a divorce, whatever. Three of the major things will make you the equivalent of 32 years older in disability and death rates if you don't manage it. If you manage it, you have six friends who you talk to. So one of the questions is about how many friends you talk to on a month period. You have six friends you talk to in a month period. That lowers that 32 to 2. So you can reduce your rate of aging from uh, stress by over 90%. Um, the second and most important is food choices, portion size, and time of eating. From the worst, you eat McDonald's 20 hours a day, but if you eat the, the worst food at McDonald's, Compared to you, you eat the best food home cooked and over a limited time frame and in the right portion size, it's a 27-year effect from worst to best. Physical activity from being inactive to being optimally active, doing the four components of physical activity. It's not the, it's doing the minimum for maximum uh, disability-free longevity is about a nine-year effect for women, about an eight-year effect for men. So from the standpoint is changing food choices, portion size, and time of eating has more power, but stress management is more physical activity. But a lot of people want to start with walking as a great habit to imbue and get a buddy to do it. So it really depends on what you want to do. By the way, all the supplements, vitamins, et cetera, together are about a five-and-a-half-year effect as opposed to... Um, you know, they, if you will, stress management, which is much, much bigger. I am shocked that there is a 32-year impact, best to worst, by stress alone. Is that the cortisol exposure and all of that hormonal influence, or what else is going on? Well, it, we, we don't know all that is going on. So just depressing cortisol doesn't change at all, but it changes a lot. So Stress affects every system. It impedes your immune system from fighting cancer. It knocks out brain cells, so it decreases your cognitive abilities and it decreases your long-term brain health. It changes the amount of plaque in your arteries as well as your ability to, to do exercise. It, change, it, it literally affects every major system that we have and it isn't just the cortisol, but there, it is a whole raft of things in addition. So yes, the cortisol is one, 
uh, of the factors, but it is it is really your response and your mental response sends out signals to every organ and every system in your body. You, you know when you're stressed, your GI system doesn't work right. I mean, it is every system. And the whole idea of posse, I remember you telling me that once before, having that group of friends, that posse, what specifically should I be looking for there? What, what interactions within that group are going to be most effective? The answer is we don't know that answer. What we know is that you are vulnerable and get support and give support to those members of your posse. So we don't know whether it is your comfort in dealing with that person and getting it off your chest. We don't know whether it is the support they give. But what we do know is that if you have contact with six different people in a consistent fashion um, every month, that that actually is the best, if you will, at relieving your the effect of uh, stress on aging you and, and causing both disability and death rates. Fascinating. So, you know, I'm sensing a gap here, Doc, in, in what the average family care physician has time to do and all the things that you're learning. Um, it seems like we've got some catching up here. Well, that's, that, that's why we have the Longevity Playbook. It's to help you supplement. Most physicians, like myself, um, for most of my adult life, were caring for people with illness and treating people with illness um, and trying to get a solution for that illness. Um, what this does is it gets at how do you stay well and live disability-free and so it's getting at some of the root causes of illness, but it's also getting at those things that keep you from getting, if you will, aging uh, unnecessarily. And isn't that a beautiful thought? You can take this test yourself at longevityplaybook.com and then just look for the actual age link. It is free, but you will have to submit your email first. After going through about 35 questions, you will get a readout of your actual age compared to your chronological age. You can use the Longevity Playbook app free for 10 days. Then it costs $24.95 a month for daily data-driven suggestions to help you slow the aging process. I will include a link in the show notes. Now, whether or not you subscribe to the app I suggest giving the free test a try. It will open your eyes to lifestyle changes that supposedly can make a significant difference. As I mentioned earlier, I learned that even though the calendar says I'm 66, this test thinks I could be living in the body of a 58-year-old. And what surprised me most is that among all the factors we discussed, managing stress has the biggest payoff in the years ahead. I really thought it was going to be exercise, but now I'm going to be paying a lot more attention to managing stress. Managing your diet, that is important as we age. So next, we jump off to Sydney, Australia, and talk with Dr. Nick Fuller about why it is important to change the way we eat as we age. So stick around for the second half of the Health Call Radio Hour.
podcast by Federated Media.